3: future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com.
2: Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals including gold involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: It's here. The gang is all here. And we've got a lot to cover today. Um I was go- I, I was planning to do a show all about this uh this document. This you know about the Biden crime family syndicate and James Comer last night. Uh, dropping a massive bombshell to John Solomon of just the news. You know, we have this 1023 form that proves that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from a foreign agent, right? And we all knew this, but we didn't have a lot of details. We didn't know what country we were talking about here, where this bribe came from. But uh, James Comer last night told John Solomon that the $5 million bribe actually relates to a Ukrainian businessman. And so reason tells me it probably has something to do with Barisma, the energy company that employed uh Joe Biden's crackhead son Hunter despite the fact that he had no experience in energy. So the fact that now we know the money is related to Ukraine, boy that opens a whole new can of worms and I have a lot to say about it. But I decided to put that story last because uh as I was doing a little research on that, I discovered a pretty big story relating to Arizona. So we have some interesting news out of Arizona, and it looks like Mojave County, as well as, I believe, uh, Pinall <coughs> Jeez, I'm already dying. Let me take a sip of water. Okay, let me just get that out of the way. What an intro, right? So Mojave County, uh, and along with, I believe, Cochise County and Pinall County are all uh, making moves, let's just put it that way, to begin the process of ditching the voting equipment for the 2024 election and going to hand-counted paper ballots. Um, And Adrian Fontes, the Secretary of State, is not too happy about it, and he's trying to put a stop to it, of course. So uh, we'll get into that, but first make sure to smash that rumble button And now let me go ahead and pull up the article here. Where's my tab? Oh, here it is. All right, so this is from Vote Beat Arizona. As Northern Arizona County makes ballot hand count plan, Secretary of State steps in. All right, so uh, I got some things highlighted here. As... A a, a day after supervisors in a northwestern Arizona county voted to request a plan to hand count ballots in the 2024 presidential election, Arizona Secretary of State Adrian Fontes sent a letter to Mojave County uh, on Tuesday telling them he is concerned that moving forward would break state and federal laws, potentially be insecure, and would lead to inaccurate results. He said, quote, Hand counting ballots is incredibly prone to human error. <laughs> what a joke! As if the machines aren't, um, which results in a time-intensive process to arrive at correct final results. I just keep thinking about, uh, you know, Antrim, Count- Antrim County, Michigan, where they literally flipped thousands of votes from, uh, you know, Trump to Biden, and they labeled that human error. There- there's been multiple instances. where... Where votes were flipped, and every time there's a discrepancy with the with the voting machines, they label that human error. But Adrian Fontes is telling us that the, uh, you know, hand-counting paper ballots is prone to human error. Right, uh, and he says, let's see, however, even assuming correct and final results, state law does not allow county boards to unilaterally substitute a hand count for certified and tested votes electronic tabulation equipment. Notice that he doesn't actually cite the statute. And then he goes on to say, I urge any county official to consider the negative consequences to election systems, voters, and taxpayers that would result from the introduction of election procedures which are untested and have no legal basis. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Is this guy, (laughs) is he really saying there's no, there's no, he's saying hand-counted Paper ballots is an untested uh, system. Like, is he serious? (laughs) Is this guy an idiot? What the hell does he think we did? What the hell does he think we did for hundreds of years before voting equipment existed? We hand counted paper ballots for centuries before they introduced voting equipment. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But that's not really the thing I'm concerned about here. I'm interested in the fact that he's trying to say that hand counting paper ballots is illegal. And that they could face consequences for this. So basically he's making a threat. But I want you to notice, one, that he didn't cite the statute that would require these counties to use voting uh, machines rather than hand-counting paper ballots. He didn't cite the statute. And he also uh, didn't actually say that he's going to take them to court over this. He's making a threat of litigation, but he's not actually pursuing any litigation. And they just had a vote on Monday to basically move forward with this. So, uh, you would think, you know, if you're going to slap him with a lawsuit, you'd go ahead and and do that right away, but he's not. And I find that really interesting, and I think I know why he's not actually taking them to court. And uh, it's because he's scared that he might lose. Now, I know that sounds crazy. We know how corrupt the courts are. But see, the reason that Mojave County and several other counties in Arizona are ditching the voting equipment and going to hand-counted paper ballots is because Senator Borelli and the Arizona Senate, they passed a resolution demanding that they ditch the voting equipment. Okay, we talked about this last week. The Arizona Senate, they originally tried to pass a bill uh, to get rid of the Dominion machines, right? Because And their reasoning was because the voting machines use chinese parts and therefore they don't meet the federal standards for cybersecurity. And so the Arizona Senate said that they have a constitutional uh well they have a a, a a duty to get rid of these machines unless they can get themselves into compliance with the federal cybersecurity standards, right? Well, Katie Hobbs vetoed that bill. And so what the Arizona Senate did is they then passed a resolution and sent letters to all the counties citing their uh, constitutional authority to override Katie Hobbs' veto. Because, as as they stated, the Constitution gives the legislature plenary power and authority over elections, meaning that the legislature, they are the sole branch of government that's responsible for setting the time, place, and manner for how elections are conducted. And so, Katie Hobbs' Really doesn't have the authority to override their uh, statute, uh, the the bills that they try to pass, and you know so so this is this was really important, right? And Adrian Fontes is trying to make this hollow threat to Mojave County, but I think he's actually afraid to take them to court because if he gets in front of an honest judge, and I know chances are slim, but there's still a chance. If he got in front of an honest judge, I think he knows that they might actually side with the legislature. You know, just like they... What was it, Judge Thomason? The the judge that sided with the legislature when the Arizona Senate subpoenaed all of the ballots and the voting equipment after the 2020 election. You know, they tried to fight that and say that the legislature doesn't have this authority. Well, a judge sided with them and says that they have the... the they, the Constitution says they set the time, place, and manner. And it's within their power to subpoena those records and investigate so that they can, uh, y- 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 you know, better inform themselves to pass better laws. It's completely within their power. Okay? And so uh, it kind of looks like, when you know, when you read further into this, it looks like Senator Borelli actually wants Fontes to file a lawsuit... Uh, So that they can get in front of a judge and possibly get clarification on the power of the legislature, which would set an incredible precedent. So Borelli told the supervisors, he he was discussing with the Mojave County supervisors, that he believed they would be sued if they move forward. But he said, quote, if they want to sue, then bring it on because I have an army behind me that is ready to fight, he said. And then this article goes on to say uh, Mojave's proposed plan would differ from the, the Cochise County plan that was blocked by a judge in November. Cochise's plan was to still tabulate ballots by machine for the initial count, but then to hand count all ballots as part of the statutorily required hand count audit that allows counties to only count a small random sampling of early and election day ballots. Okay, now. It's very important that you understand what this, because uh, I think vote beat may actually be partisan, like left leaning, and because it appears that they're trying to spin this, and I want you to to fully understand this little twist by the media that they're trying to suggest that it would actually be illegal to hand count uh, the ballots in in twenty twenty four. They're trying to say, you know, they they bring up the fact that Cochise County, they tried to do a hand count. ...of all the paper ballots after the midterms, remember? Because uh, Cochise County said that the machines were never properly certified. And so they decided that they were going to hand count 100% of the paper ballots after the midterms... ...and then compare the hand count results to the machine results, right? And the courts actually shut this down. So the media here is trying to say, you know, look, this was already tried before... And the court's already determined that you're not allowed to do a hand-counted election. But that's a total deflection, okay? Because they're comparing apples to oranges here. Cochise County, they attempted to do a hand-count following the election, right? And, And the courts basically said, hey, you know, there's actually a statutory... There's a law which specifically says how you're supposed to do a hand count after an election, okay? So, the, the law says you're supposed to do a 2% hand count, so therefore you can't do a 100% uh, hand count, right? And so this this article here is trying to, to basically do this deflection in an effort to say that Mojave County doesn't have the authority to hand count paper ballots in the 2024 election, right? But... What, As I just explained, what what Mojave County is trying to do here is completely different. Because they're not trying to conduct a hand count after an election. They're trying to hand count the ballots during the election. And there's nothing in Arizona statute that requires them to use machines to run an election. Okay? So they can do this if they want to. Even without Borelli's resolution. And, in fact, let's take it a step further. I believe that the uh, the counties in Arizona, they are legally required to hand-count paper ballots because the machines use Chinese parts and they're not in compliance with federal law. So, while Adrian Fontes is out here trying to say that hand-counting ballots is illegal, the reality is running an election on these Dominion machines, which do not comply with federal... Um, uh, mandates regarding cybersecurity, remember, because and, and we've talked about this a million times, Obama designated uh, voting equipment as critical infrastructure you know, just before Trump's inauguration. Right? And and so they, they did this under the whole Russia collusion narrative. It was one of Obama's final gifts just before he left office, And and the reason they did that was so that the federal government could then interfere in state-run elections because once the voting equipment was determined to be critical infrastructure, that allowed the creation of, you know, the arm of the DHS CISA, the Cyber Infrastructure Security Agency, to then oversee and mitigate cybersecurity threats and stuff like that. But really, it allows them to interfere in elections. Okay? But so... So they did, they, they, they made voting equipment critical infrastructure with a nefarious agenda. But they also, but but what Borelli and the Arizona Senate is doing here is taking that and using it to their advantage. Because there's actually specific guidelines for maintaining cybersecurity, And one of those uh, guidelines is that the voting equipment has to be made with parts manufactured here in the United States. And we know the Dominion machines have parts manufactured in China. Okay, so uh, you know what Borelli is is doing here is actually pretty pretty brilliant. And so it's really important to understand um, that this is this is ongoing. This is just kind of the first step. You know Mo- what Mojave County is doing, and what these other counties in Arizona are doing is they're basically just uh, passing a vote. To, to investigate and assess how much it would cost to run an election on hand-counted paper ballots, right? On Monday, they passed a, a vote to basically assess and investigate and look into, okay, how much is this going to cost? How many volunteers are we going to need? How long is it going to take? And decide the logistics, you know? So they're having to see whether or not they can pull this off first. But they are moving forward you know things are moving forward and i have a feeling that mojave the the supervisors out there are actually going to pursue this all the way and there's a reason for that because mojave county was actually one of the counties that planned to withhold certification of the 2022 midterm results and they showed some balls and this is actually borelli's uh district so (laughs) with with all this said what we got to do right now is encourage the people out there in arizona especially those of you that live in Cochise and and Pinal County and Mojave County, you got to pressure your board of supervisors to grow some balls and move forward to ditch the machines and comply with the resolution that was put forward by the Arizona Senate. Uh, And I say, you know, focus on these counties because chances are we're not going to get anything done in Maricopa. That, that ain't going to happen. Right. But if we can clean up some of these surrounding counties Clearly, that's going to make a big difference and interfere with their ability to rig the 2024 election uh, because, you know, Adrian Fontes, Adrian Manboobs is really, really upset that they're trying to do this. And ultimately, you know, my hope is that this 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 I hope that they sue. I hope that the secretary of state sues Mojave County and this gets to a courtroom so we can get a judge to make a ruling on the legislature's power regarding elections. Because if we can get a judge to side with the Arizona Senate that's citing this plenary authority over elections, that would mean, that would be a total game changer. Especially if this, you know, was was uh, uh, appealed all the way to the Supreme Court. Because ultimately, you know, we have a problem where you have Republican uh, majorities in, in the legislature, but you have democrat governors you know and they veto these election integrity bills but if you can get this in front of a judge
2: No.
1: The
4: You know, and the judge sides with the legislature that they do have this plenary authority over elections. That would mean that governors like Katie Hobbs could no longer veto election integrity bills. That would be an absolute game changer. And so this is pretty interesting stuff. Okay, so that's, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, we're going to follow that all the way through. But now we're going to move on to this bombshell that was dropped by James Comer last night regarding this document in the FBI's possession that they've been fighting with Christopher Ray over for weeks. Okay, but before we get into that, uh, make sure to smash that like button and check out nicklovesgold.com. Do you have more than $50,000 saved for retirement that you can't afford to lose? Kevin McCarthy Just stabbed us all in the back and colluded with Joe Biden to add $4.7 trillion in new taxes. Our financial system is basically a runaway train at this point, and we're getting buried in national debt. Inflation is out of control, and there's no plan to stop it. Can your retirement survive crippling inflation and growing debt at the same time? If you have $50,000 or more saved for retirement, then heed the warnings. Do something to protect yourself now. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to protect their retirement savings from everything that's going on. Go to NickLovesGold.com to get your free IRS loophole kit and see how you could protect your retirement savings while getting up to ten thousand dollars in free silver for doing it. We could be looking at a future worse than two thousand eight, so don't wait. Visit NickLovesGold.com. That's NickLovesGold.com. Okay, so we're going to talk about this. Uh, I saw. An, I just saw an article where. James Comer is saying, because <laughs> you know there's going to be a vote on Thursday on whether or not to hold uh, Christopher Ray in contempt, and James Comer is waving his wiener around out here, you know, acting like he's you know he's got the balls to put Christopher Ray in prison. He said it's up to Christopher Ray whether he goes to prison or not. <laughs> oh man, I'll believe that when I see it. I don't buy that. I don't. I don't think they have the balls for all that. But um, the fact that they're even going to hold a vote to hold Christopher Wren in contempt, I, I got to give them a little credit because that's more than I expected them to do in the first place. Okay, so let's talk about this document in question and the new information that we discovered last night. So we, I- I'm assuming you know about this 1023 document. It's like basically a document that's created when the FBI receives uh, a tip from a whistleblower or, you know, a confidential human source, they create a document. It's called a ten o uh ten twenty-three document. And we know that this ten twenty-three document exists, which proves that Joe Biden uh took a five million dollar bribe from a foreign agent, right? And James Comer has seen it with his own eyes. We know that this document exists. Christopher Ray ultimately allowed James Comer to come see it, although 10% of it was redacted, right? But, uh, this this is all based on uh, a a tip from multiple tips from an extremely highly credible whistleblower that has worked with the FBI over 10 years, provided a a constant stream of information to the FBI over the course of 10 years, and has been paid over $200,000 for the information he's provided to the FBI, so it's a trusted, credible source, right? And 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 this this whistleblower says uh, has has informed the FBI multiple times, beginning in 2017 that there was a $5 million bribe made directly to Joe Biden when he was the sitting vice president. Okay, And, and so I assume most of you guys know that already, but last night we got some information that takes this to the next level. Because James Comer told John Solomon that the bribery allegations involve a business person from Ukraine. Okay, now this is, to me, this is absolutely massive. And this goes way beyond... What they presented at the press conference last month about those suspicious activity reports, the bank records, you know, the media, they basically dismissed all of that as circumstantial evidence. You know, even though you showed that virtually everybody with the last name Biden has a shell company set up where they're receiving millions of dollars, (laughs) you know, indirectly from China and Romania and Ukraine, and there's no legitimate business whatsoever with these shell companies, yeah, that's all circumstantial evidence. It's not a smoking gun. You haven't proven any wrongdoing or illegal activity. That's That was the, the media's response to that press conference, but this goes way beyond that. Okay, this is direct evidence of bribery, and it relates to Ukraine. And it appears that the person who sent the bribe may actually be the very Ukrainian oligarch that h- hired Hunter Biden to serve on the board at Barisma. Now, I can't necessarily confirm that uh, because John Solomon asked about it and he, he asked if the bribery allegations involved Mykola uh, Zolovchesky, the, the guy that hired Hunter Biden to be uh, sit on the board at Burisma, and um, Comer said, quote, I probably better punt on that question. The name was redacted. Okay, so we don't... He doesn't exactly... It, it appears that Comer doesn't even know who the foreign national was because 10% of the 1023 form that Christopher Ray allowed him to see was redacted. But we know, based on the part that wasn't redacted, that the money came from a Ukrainian businessman and that the money was in exchange for a specific policy decision related to Ukraine. And I don't know. I mean, let's just sound it out, you know, like like. You got Hunter Biden uh, in 2014 was appointed to the board of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company where where he received a million dollar salary while this dude was uh, out smoking crack and banging prostitutes and smoking Parmesan cheese with no experience whatsoever. And while, Bi- while Joe Biden was the vice president, he was in charge of Ukrainian policy. Okay, so I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to deduce that this money probably relates to that. What other Ukrainian businessman are we talking about here? Who else would be sending $5 million to Joe Biden other than someone related to Burisma? Okay, most likely this money had something to do with Hunter and his position at Burisma. And this is like that missing link, the missing piece to the puzzle that ties Hunter's business dealings and all the information we have from the Hunter Biden laptop back to Joe Biden. So this this is crazy stuff, and it's no wonder why the FBI is fighting so hard not to turn this stuff over. And the reason is obvious because this is bad news for them. Okay, bad news for the FBI. I mean, the other day, Anna Paulina Luna, the representative from Florida, and uh, Florida is very happy to have uh, representative Luna. She had she posted this crazy Twitter post where she said that the FBI actually disclosed to her that they're afraid if they turn over this document, their whistleblower may actually be killed. <laughs> and if <laughs> think about that. That's so crazy. That is absolutely insane. The FBI is saying that they're afraid their whistleblower, their witness, might be killed? By who? Other than the FBI. I mean... That, that, that's so That's so absurd that they said that, allegedly, according to Representative Luna. You know, to me, all that means is that the FBI is panicking over this, and they're, they're having to come up with some reason why they cannot comply with the subpoena, because they're not afraid that their witness might be killed. The FBI has, like, the most robust witness protection program in the world, with, like, a 100% success rate, okay? And... and so if they're saying they're worried about their witness being killed that just means that they're they're in cover your ass mode. That that just doesn't make sense. And it's obvious why they would be in cover your ass mode because this this trusted source is apparently somebody that worked with them for over 10 years. They can't they can't come out and 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 discredit uh the whistleblower you know because you, you paid him $200,000 over the course of 10 years. So you're going to you're going to turn around and say that he's not credible, he's not to be trusted. Pfft. Well then <laughs> I mean that just goes to to show that the FBI is incompetent for relying on a source which is not credible. So they can't say that. Right and 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 the the problem that they have is that uh you know this whistleblower who's highly reliable and credible went directly to them with this information about the bribery money, like three times, dating back, the first time was in 2017. And they did absolutely nothing about it. They just covered it up. Okay? So, they have they have a big problem on their hands. They can't give, give up the goods. And then on top of that, you know, they're already in hot water. Because on top of that, you have the Hunter Biden laptop, which we now know was in the possession of the FBI since 2019, prior to the 2020 election, and it obviously corroborates all of this evidence. And not only did they do nothing about that, they said it was Russian disinformation, which was later proven to be completely false, and everybody knows it now. They were forced to admit that that the, the laptop was legit. So I don't think that the uh, FBI is worried about their, their witness being killed, I think they're worried about their culpability and being exposed for aiding and abetting the the Biden crime family bribery scheme. And they've tried so hard to keep a lid on this thing. But at this point, the can of worms is wide open and they cannot get control of it. You know, and, and it's all thanks to crackhead Hunter, man, that dumbass idiot, the worst criminal in human history that dropped a laptop containing all of the evidence of every crime that he and his family have ever committed uh, in a repair shop and then forgot about it. If it weren't for that, we would not know the extent of the Biden crime family syndicate. So we should be thanking Hunter for his uh, crack addiction. You know, we've completely debunked all of their narratives. The, The whole Russian disinformation thing. You know, we, we we've got proof that virtually everybody with the last name Biden <laughs> has multiple shell companies across the country receiving millions of dollars with no legitimate business, uh receiving money from from our adversaries like China. You know, based on these SARS reports that they, they acquired from the US Treasury that they, they they tried not to turn over for months. Okay? And uh You know, obviously there is a massive criminal cartel influence peddling scheme involving everybody with the last name Biden. Joe Biden is the most compromised, corrupt, easily blackmailed political figure in American history. And the FBI knows that their ass is on the line right now because it's all coming out that while this is all going on, the FBI has had all the evidence in the world in their possession and they've done nothing about it except cover it up and lie and uh, they're also simultaneously, the DOJ at least, is pursuing criminal charges against Donald Trump over classified documents. Like, it is, it is so blatantly obvious that they're being totally partisan. And they're, they're, they're covering for the Biden crime family syndicate while trying to take down Biden's political opponent. Um, you know? I mean, it's crazy, man. Biden was retaining classified documents all over the place. He wasn't even the president. We have documents dating back to when he was a senator. And he had documents at uh, the Biden-Penn Center, which we know, based on the reporting of even CNN, that some of those documents relate to Ukraine. Some of those classified documents relate to Ukraine. So not only was he retaining classified documents, it's likely that the documents were being used to commit espionage in exchange for bribes and positions on the board of energy companies for his crackhead son. Anybody who's paying any attention with two brain cells to rub together at this point, they can see what's going on here, and they're completely, you can see, they're completely losing their grip on this. The American people are not that stupid. I mean, some of them are okay. We got to admit, there's some stupid people out there. Uh, but just look at how the Ukraine uh, narrative has shifted in the past year. You know, like it's pretty clear the propaganda is not working like it used to. We, we we've sent over a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine to fund a proxy war, escalate us into a, a potential nuclear conflict, push Russia into the arms of China. Right, and and all the while where our national debt is through the roof, inflation... I mean, we don't have the money to be sending over there, and everybody's looking at their own wallets like, what the hell are we doing? What is our what is the U.S.'s interest in Ukraine? And as all this information has come out, it has be- become increasingly obvious to the general public, not just us on, on, on the fringe that are banned over here on Rumble. It's become increasingly obvious that the reason they're doing this is because the Biden crime family... Is trying to protect its assets in Ukraine. So this is just insane, man. It's just absolutely crazy. <coughs> B, B. Perry says the FBI would be the one snuffing the whistleblower, Hillary. Right. I mean if the if the whistleblower did turn up dead, then we would almost we could almost be certain that the FBI were the ones behind it and they were just telling us they were worried about their whistleblower dying so that they could kind of uh, shift shift the culpability somewhere else and deflect from the fact that it was them. <clears throat> yeah, man. Wow. The comment section today is absolutely on fire. We've got, in, in almost 40 minutes, we've got like, what, five or six comments. Man, I was going to read some comments, but we don't have too much to work with. I am Goldstein says, I made it. That is awesome that you're here, my friend. But uh yeah, pretty 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 interesting stuff. So that about concludes what I wanted to discuss today. If you guys would be so kind to smash that like button and share this broadcast to a friend, uh because you know, we're 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 trying to we're still trying to grow this platform. You know, rumble, it's got a lot of work to do, and at this point in time, really the only way To grow a channel is with the help of your audience sharing the links and, uh, you know, putting putting your stuff out there to other platforms. So that would be greatly appreciated. Of course, go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code Nick, and save up to 80% on all of the best sleep products available. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching, and I will see you next time.